Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And how are you, Natalie? It's, it's the beginning mo- oh. to look a lot like Christmas. I hope it's not just beginning to look a lot like Christmas. No? Yeah. It's December 23rd as of this recording. Yeah. But Christmas is... I mean, Christmas Day has passed by the time you're hearing this. Will this will be released the day after Christmas. Yeah. Um, uh, Boxing Day. Yeah, Boxing Day, yeah. the first day of Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Christmas goes through... I mean, it's Christmas until January 2nd. Yeah. I mean, unless you, if you go by the 12 days of Christmas, it's even longer. That's true. It's like, um, yeah. <clears throat> what does it say in that Beach Boys song? Like... Christmas. L- little Deuce Coop? No, um, no. Christmas comes this time each yeah, year. Yeah, that's like, I don't know, such a redundancy. <laughs> it's, well, there's, they're, they're not offering any opinion on it. Right, just like, this is the facts. <laughs> yeah. This is when it the, 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 the Sklar Brothers, the very funny uh, comedians uh, and, and St. Louisans, um, Used to talk about the the gambler, you know, you got to know when to hold them, know yeah. when to fold them. Yeah, it's like that's just that's how you play. That's, that's not like a special insight. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a trick. That's yeah. just the game. Um. Anyway, this is not a podcast about Redundancies? song lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Christmas does come this time each year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Those are the facts. Yeah, I mean. I, but it is, yeah, that's Little Saint Nick, right? Little Saint Nick, Little Saint Nick. I think so, yeah. Because it's based on Little Deuce Coop. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they got real lazy. <laughs> how, how many other artists have done, like, I'm sure plenty of artists have done that, like, taken the song that they had. And just made it And then Christmas. made a Christmas version. Well, well we, uh, Weedus. Weedus did Christmas Dirtbag this yeah, year. Yeah, which we've been listening to quite a bit. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Um... It is funny. Also funny to me that like the guy from Weedus still still sings like that. Like he's got to be like exactly the same. And he's but he's got to be he's like older than we are. He's gonna be like pushing fifty and still doing like it's not a teen thing. But um, I never like I love Teenage Dirtbag. Mm -hmm. Love that song. Yeah. But never in a way that inspired me to like get into Weedus. I don't know a single other song. Never I have. I don't know anyone who has. Yeah. Friends like, and mothers. Are you Weedus heads? Yeah. Do you go deep on, how deep do you go on Weedus? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird that I, I like, it's weird for me to like, like feel like I like a song as much as I like Teenage Dirtbag, but never be like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to find out anything more about this band. Hashtag Weedus, please. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? I don't know. It just sounds fun. Okay. Hashtag <laughs> Weedus, please. That's if you're pleased by Weedus. Oh, okay. Okay, does does Weedus please us? Yeah. Yes, that's better. Ugh, that's what I was <laughs> digging for. Um, all right. This is not a podcast about any of that shit we just talked about. This yeah. is a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. Uh, we watch an episode of each every week in concurrence, following along. We recap the, the episodes. We compare, contrast. We have lots of other uh, fun segments. And uh, this week we're on season six, episode 12, right? Mm-hmm. No, 13. 13. Episode 13 of both shows. Uh, season six, episode 13 of Friends is called The One with Rachel's Sister. Season six, episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother is called Bad News. Yeah. But we're going to put a pin in bad news. And we're going to start with 
season six, episode 13 of Friends, the one with Rachel's sister. All right, everybody do a shot of espresso because we open at the perk. Yep. Joey has taken orders. He's given totals. He's actually able to do math. For the first um, time. For the yeah. first time. Uh, he gives a pretty girl her, like coffee for free and then gets a date with her. Yeah. Um, Who is that girl? Do you recognize her? No, I... Um, did you look okay. her up? I did look her up. And this led me to a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, here, it's you look familiar. her up. familiar, okay. You look her up. Okay. Because I'm going to look up something else uh, to show... I mean, even though this is not a video podcast, this will be only for you. Okay. But, um... So I was looking up the cast list to find that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And... What I found was her name. What, what, what is it? I'm assuming you're going to tell me any second now. Uh, Susan Yeagley. Susan Yeagley. Uh-huh. But I also found Cheryl, Sh- Hines. Cheryl Hines, who was not in the episode. She, and then here is even a screen cap. She was cut out. Of Joey. Like, he hit on her at it, some point. Like offering her a chicken wing, I think. Like, was there a tag at the end where Joey was, like, bringing in outside food to offer to girls for free? No. Um, but what I'm saying is, we know from listening. this is this is something for the friends and mothers. We know from listeners that um, uh, the DVDs have longer cuts, yeah. producer's cuts. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Cheryl Hines was only in the uh, producer's cut of this episode. Um, yeah, friends and mothers. Friends and mothers. Let with, us know. With her Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Um, okay, fun fact about Su- uh, Susan Yeagley. Susan Yeagley, her spouse is Kevin Nealon. Oh, that is a fun fact. Okay, another fun fact: she was in Parks and Recreation, Almost Famous, Coyote Ugly, Reno Nine One One. Okay, um, lots of comedies: Sabrina, The Teenage Witch. Yeah, the old Sabrina, The Teenage Witch. Yes, not the. Not the, Not the Kiernan Shipka one? Yeah, the 90s one. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, Rules of engagement? All right. Mascots? Action point? Sister swap? L- let me know when you're done. Blended? The thin pink line? The lucky ones? Okay. Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Love Shack. End of list. Okay. No, there's Is more. this going to be your new, like, ASMR vamping Susan Yeagley's no, no, IMDb? I, I would never do that. Um, <laughs> I would never do I that. I would never do that. <laughs> uh, so that's the cold open. After the the, the titles, we're in um, Monica Jen's apartment and Phoebe. Uh, Ross needs some gum. Uh, oh, yeah, the whole gang is there, which will become important in a second. Yeah. Um, uh, Ross needs some gum and Phoebe says she has some and there's a very silly bit where yeah. she's just like pulling a bunch of crazy crap like an egg and a couple of goldfish in a bag yeah. out of her. Which I don't think that this is very Phoebe as an advocate for animal rights. Like yeah, she, she would never have... just like forget about some like, yeah. yes, if you want goldfish, that's how you transition them to a but you know, yeah, as we learned from habitat. Seinfeld, it has to be, it's temporary. They'll yes. die in that yes. bag. Yeah. They die in was, Seinfeld. I always when... thought it was so funny that Elaine like buys fish <laughs> and they're looking for the car in the parking lot. Yeah. That's the parking yeah. lot one. Yeah. Yeah. The parking garage. Um, but like, does she have a tank at home? Like, has she been wanting this fish? Yeah. Maybe she has a bowl. Yeah. But do you need to get the little rocks and the you food? You need to get the food and the rocks and the toys. Yeah. I had goldfish when I was very. Me too. Yeah. What were yours' names? 
Mine, had, mine were Bert and Ernie. Oh, classic. I've had so many. I don't even remember. I also had sea monkeys. I had um, hermit crabs. Um, I had mice, hamsters, a rabbit. Um, All of that. So anyway, it's a very silly bit of Phoebe digging funny stuff out of her enormous bag. Um, you know what I did have, and this is really mean. I okay. had, I had uh, like beta fish, and you're not supposed to put them together. Right, they fight. So I had two separate bowls yeah. of beta fish, like right next to each other. They so like, they probably just like, like stare at each other. Come at like, me, bro, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's funny. I literally just watched Rumblefish for the first time, and the Rumblefish are. Beta? Beta fish. I mean, they don't call them that in the movie. They call them Japanese fighting fish, and yeah. then Mickey Rourke calls them rumble fish. Yeah, because they rum because that's yeah. what they that yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a thing where, like, in the pet sh- in the pet shop, it's like one big tank with glass dividers in between. So each rumble fish has its own little like column. Anyway, I'd never seen rumble fish before. It's great. It's a great movie. Yeah. I'm in love with it. Head over heels. Right. Uh, maybe my favorite Mickey Rourke performance I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Um... Monica comes home. She's supposed to be at work, but she but they made her go home because she's sick. She insists that she's not sick, that she doesn't get sick. But she's very clearly sick. You can hear it in her voice, and, yeah. and that's played for laughs most of the episode. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a knock at the door, and everyone is puzzled because all six of them are there. Who else would be coming? Yeah. Um, it turns out it's Reese Witherspoon as Rachel's sister. Um, her... She came crying to Rachel because their dad uh, cut her off because she bought a boat for a friend, which reminded me very much of Sofia Coppola's daughter getting grounded for using her dad's credit card, trying to use her dad's credit card to rent a helicopter so she could fly to Maryland, I think, to, to have dinner with her camp friend. Her camp friend. Yeah. That's, uh, it's so great. That, but she also doesn't know the difference between <laughs> onion and garlic. No. <laughs> And Avi helps her? Is Avi the name? Uh, Ari. Ari. Okay. Ari, who prefers Fiasca to Fiasco because it's female and it's Women's History Month. Yeah. God, if you guys, if somehow you don't know what I'm talking about, look up the TikTok. I think it's called Make a Vodka Sauce Pasta With Me Because I'm Grounded. Yeah. And where Sofia Coppola's daughter was grounded and is also not allowed to have public social media. So as an act of rebellion made, I don't think there ever was a part two. Is there, uh, have you followed her? Like, are there more, is this TikTok? It was on TikTok, yeah. I mean, you can okay. find it, you know. I don't have TikTok, but you can find it anywhere. Uh, it's hilarious. And she clearly, like, got some filmmaking skills from her mom. And also her dad is in Phoenix at one point. She's, like, holding a Grammy in the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. I, I like, I am half tempted to, when uh, my other podcast, and we do our, like, top ten films of the year, to, like, put Consider that. make a vodka sauce pasta with me because I'm grounded on the top ten list. Yeah. Uh, certainly one of the top ten movie- movies I've watched this year, because it's only a minute long, and it's so funny. All right. Um, I hope she didn't get in too much trouble for that. <laughs> uh, anyway. So. Uh, Rachel says that uh, sis, whose name is Jill, Jill. but I'm probably just going to call her Sis or Reese, can stay with Phoebe and Rachel, um, and uh, she's happy with that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back at the perk, 
Gunther informs Joey that he has to pay, like all the free food he's giving away is coming out of his paycheck. Every, everyone's getting tipped out, and he yeah. has, is he negative owes, $8. Yeah, he owes $8. Yeah. Um, then Sis comes by, and she went shopping. Yeah. Because she, even though her credit card got taken away, she memorized the numbers when she yeah. was 15. And so she went shopping to, like, buy a whole new wardrobe for her, like, doing it on my own yeah. life. She went to Bloomingdale. She went to Tiffany's. Yeah. Yeah. He went to Jared. Yeah. <laughs> um, we used to live near a Thai place called Jaren, and we would make, he went <laughs> to Jaren. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. At our old, like, old neighborhood. He went to Jaren. Yeah. Um, I got Pad Thai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said yes. Ross and Phoebe. <laughs> Just, yeah. Ross and Phoebe very nicely try to cover for uh, Jill because... Yeah. Rachel comes in and is like, I can't believe you went shopping. So Ross and Phoebe try to pretend that they went shopping. Yeah. But um, Rachel figures out pretty quickly that they don't know what this stuff is. Ross, Ross has never heard of a pashmina. Um, which, honestly, I don't think before I knew your mom, I don't think I knew what a pashmina was. Yeah. My mom has gotten me, like, pashminas for every Hanukkah <laughs> yeah. for the past, well, I mean. Yeah. She's a pashmina lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of shouting going on outside. And that's with the window closed. No, it sounds like a radio. It sounds oh, like maybe some, okay. speaker. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jill tries to fake cry for sympathy, but Rachel doesn't fall for it because she said she invented it. Yeah. Then Rachel leaves and Ross and Jill are like clearly flirting. They're like put like touching each other's shoulders and laughing and teasing and stuff. Um, uh, back at... Monica and Chandler's apartment, uh, Chandler is trying to calmly read a book called Rebuilding an Indian, um, which I looked up and is a memoir about um, a guy who's midlife decided at his midlife crisis to rebuild an Indian motorcycle from scratch. Yeah. Anyway, I looked it up. He's reading Rebuilding an Indian. So Go ahead. was it of the era of like Zen and the art of motorcycle it maintenance? Probably, it feels like a, a ripoff it, of Zen and yeah, <laughs> motorcycle yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Um, uh, but Monica is trying to seduce Chandler because that's her new way of proving she's not sick. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. I like. I don't know. Putting myself in Chandler's shoes, who is he to like turn down? I don't know. I guess not to get too. Like I feel like if you had a bad cold, but you were like, "Let's go to bed," I'd be like, "All right." But if I was like all snotty, yeah, I don't care. I wouldn't care at all. Uh, I don't know who Chandler is to turn down uh, sex with a stuffy Monica. But anyway, um, Phoebe comes I think you wouldn't turn down Monica. I think that's where you're going with this. No, I wouldn't turn down you. Okay. Or Monica. <laughs> or, I, mean, I mean, obviously I would turn down Monica. Any old person. You know, because you and I are monogamous. Yeah. Um, by choice. Right? Yeah. Just, I don't know why I'm getting on my high horse even like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, like, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with non-monogamy yeah. as a choice. Yeah. But you and I have chosen to be monogamous. Yes. Yeah. We're not just assuming it the way that so many people do. Right. You know? Right. Anyway. It's like the, uh, there's a mom, one of the Moms for Liberty co-founders is currently in a sex scandal because yes. she... Might she have had, had a three, threesome. threesome with her yeah. with her husband and another woman. Yeah. And part of me is like, yeah, I don't like any of those people, but like, 
Who cares? That's not a big deal. Like a threesome's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But the the point is that like you want to judge everyone else's sexual right. preferences, right. and this is something that's a non traditional yeah preference. Yeah. So we should all just like everyone should be fine. Just stay out of other people's sex lives unless it's with like kids or animals, which yeah. is wrong. Yes. Yeah, just leave it alone. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. Get out of other people's business. I agree. If if Monica wants to have sex while she's got a hundred and six degree fever, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just trying to get us back on track here. Uh, so Phoebe comes home and tells Rachel that she thinks there's something brewing between Ross and Sis. Um, back at the perk, Joey is faking birthdays to get to give women. <laughs> Free, uh, free food. He starts just singing happy birthday to them. And then a guy whose uh, legitimate birthday is that day. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, it's my birthday too. Not in here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so then Rachel confronts her sister about being into Ross and she's not. She but then Rachel gets like, yeah, I think he's a geek, which like is, you know, Post 21st century, like post turn of the 21st century, no longer a deal breaker. Geeks can be hot. Yeah. Which is overall a good thing. Sometimes I think the geeks got a little too much power now, you know? Yeah. Every movie is like made for geeks now. Yeah. Come on. Get back in the locker, geeks. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Yeah. Give you you a whirly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So Rachel takes offense at. At her sister not being into Ross because Rachel was into Ross and was married to him. Not by choice. Well, not by sober choice. Um, And ends up accidentally talking her sister into wanting to go out to uh, with Ross. Um, But, like, I feel like... uh, Maybe I'm overthinking it. But just the idea... Of dating someone that your older sister yeah. like dated and had sex with, yeah, seems like that would be a turnoff. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So this this whole storyline caused me to roll my eyes a lot. Um, meanwhile, Monica is still trying to do, to seduce Chandler. It's not working. Um, Ross confronts Rachel about the fact that she told Jill to ask him out, and then it turns out he wasn't into it. But now that Rachel wants Jill to ask him out. He is into it. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Monica finally admits that she's sick, but it turns out that it was just a ploy to rub uh, Vic's vapor rub on her bare chest mm-hmm. and turn Chandler on, which mm-hmm. works. It works. And they go to bed. So um, now you know what to do, Natalie. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's going to be some Vicks Vaporub in your stocking this year. <laughs> Something should be in there. That stocking, if I put even one thing on, on it, it, I have to wait till Christmas morning to put things in it because it won't stay up. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I do need to buy some shit. Um, no, you actually don't. No, I actually do, and I meant to do it today, and I'm realizing that I forgot that tomorrow's Christmas Eve already. <laughs> um, Are things open on Christmas Eve? Yeah, I mean... Like, will Trader Joe's be open? I don't know. You should look at Trader Joe's. I know... Um, Friends and mothers. Yeah. <laughs> By that time, it'll be <laughs> too late. Yeah. I know that our uh, beloved Bruce Brothers is closed. Yeah. Uh, good for them. Letting their employees have a nice Christmas. Anyway. Um, then Ross and Jill go on their date. 
Um, Rachel comes up to Monica and Chandler's apartment so she can spy on Ross through the window. And then Ross comes home with Jill and then, like, pulls the curtains closed. To be continued. That's the end. No Cheryl Hines yeah. the entire episode. Yeah. Um, any other stray observations or should we move, move on to funniest moments? Trader Joe's closes at 5 on Christmas Eve and is closed all day on Christmas. Okay. Is that your stray observation? Uh, yeah. All right. Moving on to funniest moments. I already mentioned it, but just like everyone looking at each other and Phoebe like counting after yes, there's a the, knock on the door. The is counting very funny. was funny. Yeah. Um, but all of the friends just barge in. No one would actually knock. It wouldn't be a yeah, friend. That's and that probably part of the reason they found it so weird. Yeah. Um, I liked when uh, Gunther <laughs> says to Joey, you are no longer authorized to distribute birthday muffins. <laughs> In his Gunther way. Um, when Rachel is initially uh, freaking out about the idea that Ross and her sister are into each other. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, he like they like each other. And she goes, what if he marries her too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was very funny. Um, uh, oh, okay. When Ross is trying to cover for Jill and like pulls out a pashmina uh-huh. like we talked about. And Rachel is like, oh, what's... What's that for? Or what is that? And he's like, I love these babies. <laughs> and then Rachel's like, what's a pashmina? And he's like, a rug? <laughs> and then he like... Because he nestles up to it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, my final one is um, when Monica calls Chandler into the bedroom to seduce him. And, and, and Chandler's like, I thought you were sleeping in here. And she goes, how could I be asleep knowing that you were in the next room? And Chandler goes, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, similarly, um, like the whole thing of the episode is like um, they could tell she's sick by the way she's like nasally talking. And uh, so when she says like, I've been the pride of my life (laughs) and then Chandler makes fun of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Staying in the problem of her life. And Probably then she also says, calling Mr. Big to the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And she like can't say the word. Fine without adding another syllable. Like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, um, and then finally, when Phoebe says finally. to... Finally. When Phoebe says to Jill, um, I like cars, because <laughs> she thinks that she'll buy her one. Which, <laughs> well, she already has a car, right? She has a Well, she has, yeah, the taxi. The, the taxi. But no, yeah, so... Because Jill b- bought her, friend, bought her boat. friend a boat. Yeah. And so when Rachel and Phoebe say they can move in... Jill says, I don't know how to thank you. And Phoebe says, I, I like, like cars. cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, friends with Megan Fashion. Uh, I liked Phoebe's big bag. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 What else you got? Um, I like Rachel's turtleneck, the gray one. Okay. That's it. Um, I didn't like Jill's outfits. <laughs> well, I liked her date outfit with the like... Black on black on leather. Yeah, the zipper. Yeah, you laughed at that for some reason. It was funny. I don't think it was meant to be funny. No, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I don't Um, don't know. I thought it was funny. Uh, I was like, what am I missing? I just thought it was a funny outfit. Uh, Monica um, has, when she comes home sick from work, she's got like a, again, you don't like that thing of the, time where like the hems feel unfinished on a sweater yeah, so she has a but she has a red sweater that has a red star on it okay it's a red on red i thought it looked cool but i know you don't like it 
It's okay, you can. Um, and then, this isn't a good thing, but Joey wears a turtleneck that's very similar to a pullover that I have. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? That it's like, his is a turtleneck, mine isn't, but it's like mostly gray up at the shoulders and chest, and then black the rest of the way down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing it, and it looks looks so much like my my pullover. Yeah. Uh, anyway, mine's not a turtleneck. Uh, and that's it. So what's under the umbrella? Uh, we got a how you doing. That's Joey right. to Jill. Yeah. Um. And Rachel tells him to back off. But. Yes. Is weirdly. I don't know. This whole storyline with. Yeah. Dating Jill is ridiculous. Um, we get Joey, uh, being flirtatious with Phoebe and her, it working for her. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. He, um, because Phoebe's, like, jealous that well, she's he's like, giving... Oh, you just have to be a pretty girl to, like, get your attention? And then yeah. he's like, hey, Phoebes. And she's he's, like, oh, I'm pretty. He, yeah, he's like, do you want a free scone? Yeah. Yeah, she says, I'm pretty. Um, the uh, uh, common theme of incest. <laughs> of course, yeah. With the Gellers and now with um, uh, Rachel. Yeah. The Greens. The Greens. Um, let's see... Oh, um, Joey kind of, like, creeping on, um, uh, Rachel, like, when Ross says, like, oh, okay, well, you, you then have my blessing to date my sister. And Joey's like, you have my blessing, too. (laughs) Creep. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Should we take a quick break? Yeah. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, we're back from our quick break and we are ready to talk Season 6, Episode 13 of... How I Met Your Mother, which, again, is called Bad News. Okay. Now, so, oh, I forgot to say, Natalie, take it away. Okay. Natalie, take you. it away. Thank you. Um, Lily and Marshall um, are in the doctor's office worried about their fertility journey. Um, the doctor says, I don't know anything, but I want to refer you to um, an OBGYN or... Um, yeah, I can't remember what term he uses, but yeah. Uh, okay. But a specialist. A specialist. Um, so they go to the specialist named Dr. Stangle, and Dr. Stangle is clearly Barney. It's no Patrick Harris. Yeah, that's no for Patrick sure. Harris. Yeah. Um, they're freaked out about it and, like, leave yeah. immediately. So they're all at McLaren's. Barney's um, has a flyer for Poughkeepsie laser tag yeah. competition. Yeah. He's real excited about it. No one else cares. Yeah. Um, Barney is being Barney. There's like a sexual harassment seminar that he was at all day, so he couldn't possibly be. Well, it was the sexual harassment seminar the in the morning pageant. and the secretary beauty pageant in the afternoon. Secretary <laughs> beauty pageant in the afternoon. Um, uh, so he couldn't possibly be Dr. Stangle. Um, and then Lily is like, 
remembering the idea of the doppelganger, and they both agreed that when they saw, you know, they should try, and then she's worried that they're doomed. Well, she also not feels lied to, because Marshall agreed with her that the hot dog vendor looked Was like Barney, the, even though he because didn't. Because he wanted to because, have yes. yeah, yeah. a baby. Um, so she makes Marshall go with her to the appointment to see Dr. Stangle. And Marshall also agrees that it's Barney, and he says, like, bravo. Like, and he tries to pull off his mustache and beard. Um, and then it still creeps her out. Like, she doesn't want to, you know, have... She, she doesn't want to proceed with Dr. Stangle. Um, so they have Barney come into the office yeah. with, like, goggles and earphones, and he has to stare yeah. at a poster. Um, and he does. Um uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Barney like looks at him and says, "Like you look like a poorly dressed mirror." mirror. Yeah. Um. And meanwhile, at Worldwide News, Robin has her like clean slate, her first day, and uh, she hates it and makes a farting sound every time she says. Yeah, every time Ted asks how her day was. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason why she hates it is because. Uh, she finds out that Sandy Rivers, um, played by Alexis, Alexis Denisoff, Denisoff um, Allison Hannigan's hubby, mm-hmm. um, her old co-host and nemesis, um, says like they're introduced, and he's like, "Oh, hi, Robin. We had sex in front of everyone." Yeah. So she's horrified. Um, uh, Lily finds out that she's extremely fertile, and she's really happy, and. Marshall's happy at first and wants to call his dad, but then he holds off on it because then he realizes, like, well, if she's fertile, then I'm the problem, and I don't want to break it to my father that I can't have a give him a, a grandchild. So he holds off on calling him. Um, meanwhile, at McLaren's, uh, Marshall and Lily are talking about, like, them being worried. We've had um, unprotect- unprotected sex 203 times. And um, let's see, Robin at work, uh, still having a shitty time. Um, uh, Okay, Sandy is like, oh, that's not how I remember her. I remember her from um, slipping in horse poop. (laughs) And then everyone like sees the video and laughs. And then they're calling her Sherpoopsky. (laughs) Instead of Sherbatsky. Yeah. Um, Ted's, um, Ted gives her the, um, idea of like steering into the skid. Like if you're in like bad weather in a car, you steer into it. Yeah. Um, and she continues to have a tough time. She's like the joke. Um, (laughs) let's see. Why are you laughing at me? Because you're like, <sighs> this this is tough. I hate this so much. Okay, so everyone in the office finds out that she's embarrassing, and they go through all of her embarrassing videos. Yeah. They find Let's Go to the Mall. They find Sparkles. They find um, the time that she was attacked by an owl. Ted was not aware of it, and he looks yeah. it up, loves it. And we don't um, get to see that one. We don't get to see that one. Because the rest of them are like actual like clips, clips that, we've that we've seen, seen. before. Yes. Yeah. She's like, I'm all a of, bad naughty girl. All of her like <laughs> bloopers and like bad commercials. and Yeah, yeah. 
uh, guffaws. Yeah, but the attacked by an owl is a new one. We never see it. Yeah, but we but Ted clearly loves it. Yeah. Um, so Marshall goes to Doctor Stangle and. Stangle suggests a sperm, you know, to test his sperm. So he's about to go to the um, office and he can't concentrate because he is imagining all the other people who gave sperm. Yeah. That So you recognize one of the... Yeah, one of them is a, a friend of Battleship Attention and I would say a friendly acquaintance of mine named Matt Dwyer. Oh, great. Who used to... Um, I, I think he left L.A., but he still is in the entertainment uh Industry, but he used to bartend at Bar 107, RIP oh. Bar 107. Um, and yeah, you and I went to the final weekend of Bar 107, except it didn't end up being the final weekend. But um, yes. yeah, I remember he gave us free drinks because he knew me. Uh, oh, yeah, on that, I recognize him. On that, on that weekend. But then Bar 107 ended up. Stay, they, it was a whole thing where like their landlord was trying to kick them out. Yeah. Um, and so they had a final weekend, but then they were like, fuck it, we're not closing. So in defiance of the landlord, they stayed open longer, but eventually they did have to close, which is too bad. Bar 107 was a downtown institution. Didn't we go, like that, like final weekend, we also went to like Jonah Ray's DJ set. He he was DJing at Bar 107. Yeah. 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 Um, I said hi to him too, you know, as long as I'm dropping names. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a guy who says hi to Jonah Ray. Um, anyway. Um, that's embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah, Bar 107 was like, um, like pre, you know, I moved here like sort of pre gentrification, gentrification of downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bar 107 back then was like, it was cool, but like, because at night there was nothing for blocks around that was open yeah. after, you know, after 6 PM. Yeah. Um, I mean, Coles, but that's. Way down, yeah. Yeah, way down. So Bar 107 was a cool, like, oasis, but then a lot of stuff built up around it, and then, yeah, they fucking... Uh, there's a whole thing. The the, the building that Bar 107 is, is in is, like, an old, old hotel. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a fascinating piece of Los Angeles history and architecture history. Okay, anyway. so Marshall can't... <laughs> Hey, you wanted a break. You were like, Ugh. no, but now I have to. Now it's going to take longer to get through that. Okay, so Marshall oh, runs. Okay. Marshall runs home um, because he needs Lily to get off, right? And his mom and dad are there. Yeah, they surprise him there. Yeah, and um, yeah, some hilarity ensues about him not being able to concentrate because his mom is distracting him. We'll get there later. His dad is also <laughs> distracting him. Um, uh, okay, Ted looks up um, uh, Sandy River's address and goes and kicks up a storm in the apartment, <laughs> in his apartment. Yeah. Um, let's see, he finds um, Sandy is uh, bald and obviously wears a toupee. He sees him with like a furry and some doms. Yeah. Um, and he takes a picture and smiles for the picture. Um, he wants to give it to Robin so she can kind of blackmail him into, you know, being nicer to her. Um, Marshall is kind of like skirting around the subject with his parents. And then Lily just like lets it all out and is honest and they're understanding too. And they say, you know, there's other ways, like, even if you couldn't have a child yourself, there's other ways you can have. Like one of your friends provide the sperm, and then he imagines Barney with the um, the goggles and the head headpiece, yeah. 
and then like Ted doing like karate kicks in yeah. the apartment hallway. And he's like, mm, maybe adoption. <laughs> um, there's like a joke in there about like the parents being like, we know what you were doing, you know, when you were a kid, yeah. when you said like you had to blow dry your hair in the bathroom, we knew what you were doing the whole time because yeah. we didn't have a blow dryer. <laughs> um, that was funny. Um, Robin in the office is still being laughed at because um, she's like the, what is her position? She's the associate researcher, researcher, yeah. assistant researcher. Yeah, something like that. So they're like, hey, Robin, got anything on malls? And then they call her Sparkles. And um, she decides to steer into the skid, like Ted's advice to her. Yeah. Um, she wears the Sparkles jacket. And luckily, a dumb co-worker <laughs> spills coffee hilariously on himself. Everyone laughs hysterically at this poor man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now she's not the butt of all the jokes. So she doesn't have to blackmail um, Sandy. Yeah. Um, uh, Marshall gets test results from Dr. Stangle and, um, uh, it was, you know, he has, he is fine. He's, yeah. his, uh, what did he say? Your swimmers are normal or something? Yeah, something like that. Um, let's see. So it's a false alarm. Um, okay. Now, Marshall is so excited. He tries to call his dad. And his dad doesn't pick up. He knows something's wrong. He borrows Ted's phone and goes outside uh, McLaren's. I knew that there was going to be something. And then. Because mm -hmm. um, this has been the whole episode. Them missing each other's phone calls has yeah. been established. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Lily comes in in a cab and tells him that his dad had a heart attack and he didn't survive it. Yeah. And then. Ugh, now I'm crying, yeah. too, because it's so emotional. Yeah. Lily is hugging him and he said, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. And it's very sad. And that's how it ends. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, it is very sad. Um, I'm still crying just thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I obviously knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as someone who, like Marshall, lost my dad in a very sudden way, much yeah. much like that, um, uh, the storyline uh, speaks to me. And um, uh, I'll say I'm... I'm, I'm Glad we finally got to this point in the series because, like, every time Bill Fagerback has showed up on the show so far, there's a bit of a bittersweetness to it for me because I um, uh, really feel Marshall's Marshall's pain uh, at this, and I think the I think um, the show handled it very well, and Jason Siegel did, did a great job. Yeah, um, and so did and so did Dallas Hannigan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a stray observation. Yeah, Throughout this episode, yeah. well, let's get yours. Well, no, you go first. Throughout this episode, there, I thought that like we would get some resolution to it, but there were numbers, numbers like clearly shown throughout this episode, and I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Um, and I know it wasn't just like a coincidence, like um, the dad was drinking old thirty six beer. Someone picked up a mag. Oh, um, Ted picked up a magazine called Twenty Five Bridges. In the office, it was like today is twenty one. The specimen jar that Marshall was holding said seventeen sixteen. Everything was very like vivid with the numbers. Sandy Rivers' apartment was fourteen thirteen. Yes, it's counting down. 
you know? I don't know what else to say. Is that in every episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I, I can't remember if it's... Knowing the show, it's probably going to, like, come up at some point. Okay, yeah. But um, now I can't remember if it does or if it was just, like, a way of the show, like, counting down to the big news, you know? I don't think it's counting down. It I is. Mean, they go in that, or- in, in that order, you know? They do? I promise you. you just, in the order you just read them, you were counting down. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, let's see. Like, it's counting down to the bad news. Okay. Okay. I mean, we don't get anything after 21? No, you don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because there was, um, like, a Heinz 48 steak sauce at the beginning yeah. of the episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're... You, it counts down from 50 to 1. Okay, you're way smarter than I am. No, I'm not. Do you want me to read all 50 of them? Because I found it. Okay. Okay. 50 on a pamphlet in the doctor's office in the first scene. 49. Same pamphlet on the doctor's desk. 48. Label on hot sauce Marshall uses at McLaren. 47. Barney's laser tag form forms are for the 47th biannual. Right. Uh, 46. Printed on Dr. Stangle's certificate. 45 cents, the price of hot wings at McLaren's. I remember that Got one. Got it, yes. Uh, 44, number of beers on tap on a circular board in McLaren's. I don't okay. I don't buy that that has a big enough bar to have 44 beers on tap. Yeah. Anyway, um, but there's also a football jersey 44. There are two okay. 44s somehow. Okay. 43 on the pamphlet Marshall is reading in the office. 42 on the second side of the pamphlet. 41, race car poster in Dr. Singles' office. 40, Ted's book that New York's 40... Uh, Ted's book says New York's 40 greatest landmarks. Uh, 39, number of office behind Robin. 38, on the back of Robin's co-worker's newspaper. Um, It's 38 degrees in the weather section. Uh, 37, Lily is reading a decadence magazine entitled 37 Recipes for Holiday Leftovers. 36 36 is the the beer. On on Robin's news screens, 35 and 34 are stock market. Okay. Uh, 33, miners rescued from a collapsed mine on Robin's news screen, which is actually a True thing, the 33 miners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, they would go on to make a movie about it called 33. Yeah. Um, thir- uh, 32 to 27 are the lottery numbers. 32, 31, 32, 27. Um, tw- Marshall's dad is reading 26 home improvement shortcuts. Yes. Um, Ted is reading America's 25 Greatest Bridges. Yes. Um, one of Robin's coworkers is reading a magazine with a sports play on the front with 24 in his jersey. Um the clip to the clip of Robin saying I'm a dirty, dirty girl was Metro News 23. Mm-hmm. Um, 22 is in the corner of when Robin was on Japanese news. Um, the calendar behind Dr. Stengel is 21, as you pointed out. Uh, the masturbation room is room 20. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> naked magazines has top naked top 19 naked girls. Yeah. Um, Marshall and Lily's apartment is number 18. Um, like you said. Marshall Specimen Cup is 1716. Um, Robin's cereal says 15 essential vitamins and minerals. Right. Uh, Sandy's apartment is 1413. Let's see. The 12 Days of Christmas is behind Marshall on a book. Then Ted's reading America's 11 Greatest Water Towers. Um, There's a 10 on Robin Sparkle's jacket, which now I remember now that I say that. Um... When Barney is disguised as Dr. Stangle, his folder says number nine. 
The number on Dr. Stengel's door is number eight. Uh, the number on Marshall's champagne bottle is number seven. Um, Dr. Stengel turns the folder with a nine on it upside down to make the six. That's clever. Um, Barney gives Marshall a motility five <laughs> for his <laughs> sperm motility. Yeah. Um, there's a poster that says four layers of the uterus. Um, McLaren's, I, I noted this one, the sign says open till 3 a.m., which I feel like I noticed because I was like, I think McLaren, McLaren's is open till 4, four. Yeah. because of when Robin was on the news. Um, in Marvin Sr.'s woodshop, there's a uh, clock that says 2. Um, the cab that Lily arrives in at the very end is number 1. And then um, the um, sign on the parking meter in front of them says expired. So it counts down from 50 to expired. Wow. I'm like, because I'm writing so many things, I'm, I know I wouldn't have caught like most of those, but that's really clever. It is. Um, I also forgot when, um, Barney actually does, um, pretend to be the doctor to like try to convince Marshall to be his laser tag partner. (laughs) Yeah. Why didn't he just ask Robin? I feel like Robin would be the better laser tag partner. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. Uh, that's it. Do you have, uh, or should we move on to funniest moments? Well, you had stray observations. I think we got to them. Okay. Oh, no, there was one. Sorry, you're right. Um, yeah, I was going to mention some of the numbers. I didn't catch all of them either. Um, but I did specifically catch Ted's books, America's 25 Greatest Bridges and America's 11 Greatest Water Towers. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is so seems like something that Ted would read. Yeah. Um, but also, when... Um, Ted convinces Robin to like get revenge on Sandy. He says, "Put him in a body bag," which is a reference to Karate, Karate Kid. Kid yeah. But I knew immediately. I was like, "It's get him a body bag." That's the line. Yeah, get him a body bag. But I googled it, and apparently, it's like a Mandela effect thing. A lot of people. Oh. No, I'm right though. But a lot of people think like Ted. Think the line is "Put him put in a him body, body bag. bag," but it's yeah. not. It's always been "Get him a body bag." Okay. So I was right the whole time. Good job. Also, like, the Mandela Effect thing is fascinating, but the thing its name comes from, I never had that. I never thought that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Yeah. That that never... Yeah, because I, I think of the um, special song. Yeah, Free Nelson Mandela, yeah. yeah. If um, he was in captivity. Yeah, uh, 25 years 25 in captivity. 25 years in captivity. Um, but yeah, like, some of the other ones, like, definitely the Berenstain Bears is crazy to me. Like, yeah. I could have sworn it was Berenstain, but it's yeah. always been Berenstain. Some of those, the I... The sunglasses on the um, Raisin Bran son. <laughs> Does he not wear sunglasses? He doesn't have wow. sunglasses. Wow, yeah. I thought he was wearing sunglasses. Yeah, see, those I, I get. And there's a lot of, like, misremembered movie lines, you yeah. know. Um, Humphrey Bogart never says, play it again, Sam. Yeah. Um, Clint Eastwood never says, do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> Things like that, you know? Sharon never says, you're just a kid in Mermaids. <laughs> you were convinced it was your just... But she says, you're a kid. You were just adding the word just. Yeah. But she says, you're a kid. Yeah. And then she says, I like Christmas. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to the Share Christmas album, you're missing out. Yeah. It rocks. Really good. Um, DJ, play a Christmas song. I, I want to be dancing all night long. Cold outside, but, but it's warm in here, and that's the only thing I want this year. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, are we moving on to funniest moments? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Bonnie uh, tries to steal the model of the vagina. 
Yes. From the doctor's office. Yep. You and Dr. Sangel says, leave the model of the vagina. <laughs> yeah. Um, I shouldn't find this funny because it's so typical, like, obvious Barney. But when Robin thinks that Barney is Dr. Stangle and then finds out that he wasn't, she says, so you weren't wearing a mustache and examining girly parts all day? And he goes, not today I wasn't. Yeah. Um, okay. The funniest by far was Marshall's mom saying over and over again, me in a two-piece. Picture it. Me in a two-piece. With her, like, Minnesota accent yeah. when he's trying to masturbate. Yeah. And, and then, um, well, I'm going to skip to one well, of mine the, then. The follow. Yes. Okay. I was hoping you wouldn't take this. No, you can take it then. Um, the, Marshall's dad keeps calling it front row seats to the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, and the top is so low cut. Your father says he has front row seats to the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you took that. So I've got, I've got uh, one more since uh, yeah you took a couple of mine. Okay. When Barney's got like the, he's like blinded and deaf or whatever you know, and he goes, "Gyno might." <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> But that's your, you like a pun. I do like That's a your pun. kind of joke. I do. Guy yeah. Mike. Um, Ted is just tickled by um, Robin being attacked by an owl. Yeah. And they're talking and she just says like, who? And, and he, he, starts, he laughing. starts laughing. And he's like, oh, I just was reminded of the owl footage. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I really wanted to see. But I'm glad because we don't like animal actors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh is that it? Oh, I also oh, like the idea of Barney's Swedish cousin, Bjorni. Is that it? Should we yeah. want to make it fashion? Yeah. Um, I like Robin's uh, first day of work outfit. Her business suit. Her business that's suit. What I, that's was, the only thing I have, too. It was very smart. Yeah. But then I also like the Sparkles jean jacket. I like that she It's cool. Yeah. That. Oh. Denim jackets are cool. Yeah. Well, that's it then. Well, let's move on to the umbrella. Okay. I, I start out here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sandy Rivers is back. Obviously, um, Bill Fagerback and Susie Plaxton. Plaxton? I can't remember her name, but the mother, uh, Robin's parents, or Marshall's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a variation on suit up. Yeah. When Dr. Stengel says scoot up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the Motility 5. There's another high five. When, um, uh, yeah, when, when I think you kind of mentioned that Marshall says, like, we've had unprotected sex 203 times in the last four months. And then they, he and Lily, like, yeah. silently high five. Uh, embarrassing videos of Robin, obviously. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I put, I accidentally put something that was meant to be under similarities uh, under... Under the umbrella. So that's all I have for under the umbrella. Okay. Um, maybe I was kind of not paying attention to some of them, but uh, laser tag. Thank you so much. <laughs> My God. No, no. I was looking up something else. Laser tag. Um, Barney has like hidden cameras, which is gross. Yeah. And scary. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. But that was funny when he's like, when she thinks she caught him being Dr. Stangle, he's like, oh, God, you found one of the cameras. I swear it's the only one. Which one did you find? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, did you say the part that Dr. Stangle says suit up? He says scoot up. Oh, I said okay. it right to your face. No, no, but I thought after the appointment, he's like, okay, so you can uh, suit up. Like, oh, he says you can scoot up. You can scoot up. And then put your clothes back on. Yeah, she's like, he's like, put your feet okay. in the stirrups, scoot okay, up, and then, and, and, and Robin's Sorry, like, I was like, looking hey, something up. I'm so sorry. But I looked like right at you, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm 
a good actress, I guess. Um, yeah, that's that's all I have. All right, let's move on to similarities. I've oh, got it's also like disgusting that like Barney wants to examine <laughs> Lily in the bathroom. Yeah, at McLaren's. Yep, it's disgusting. But it's it's Barney. It's this, Barney. At this point, what do you? We expect? can't be. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to similarities. I have three, which is rare for me. But still, you go first, and I'll okay. see if you don't get to any of mine. Um, Robin's the office slut, and Rachel is says she's a slut, and the sister's a slut. Slut is used a lot in yeah. both. Yeah. Um, also, uh, creepy to friends. Um, sure, yeah. crying, so Jill fake crying and Marshall and Lily real crying yeah. for a good reason. Yeah. Um, seduction with breasts, Lily and um, That's Monica. That's one of mine, yeah. And let's see, um, kind of like a very special episode. One is like, like a to-be-continued, kind mm-hmm. of a big deal episode. Yeah, big name guest star. Yeah. And then... You know, this is a very sad yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think that's all I have. Okay, you got to most of mine. The other one you didn't get to was uh, dudes sitting on their couches in the living rooms enjoying a book. Chandler's reading oh, Rebuilding an Indian. Yeah. Ted is reading yeah. New York Landmarks and Greatest Bridges and Greatest Water Towers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, so that's all the similarities there. Um Let's move on to... Well, we had to play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. How I Met Your, your mother. mother. Yeah. yeah. This was great. Yeah, With, great episode. I mean, I'm a dummy, but the whole, like, countdown was very clever. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, even beyond that. Like, it's... It's a great episode. It's not just a great episode because of how it ends. It's a very funny yeah. episode the whole time. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I should have said uh, under, the, under, the, under, under the umbrella that, like... Robin's job at Worldwide News is going to be like a, she's going to have it for a while. It's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of comedy that happens at her job. Yeah. Some of which I might not be a big fan of. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, but I guess increasingly as the show goes on, there's going to be a lot of stuff that I don't love. Um, so yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about that before we move on to? No. To let's... the correspondence that we don't have. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. It's the holidays. No one's reaching out. I also, like, I know this is like an inside joke with you and me, but I haven't checked my email in days, so it actually is possible that we have have gotten some, but it's the holidays. I've been way too busy to to check with my, with my calendar. I cannot check emails. <laughs> That's a Sopranos. Sopranos reference, yeah. Uh, with my schedule, I cannot look up phone numbers. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know if anyone's actually listening to this. I know, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just going to assume that everyone's really busy. Yeah, I hope you're still listening out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, no correspondence to catch up on. But remember, you know, we still want to know about your pee habits from, from last week. Yeah. And this week we want to know, uh, does Weedus please us and wither Cheryl Hines? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, uh, have you lost a parent at a young age? Because I, I did, and I want to yeah. uh, commiserate, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
So let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. This segment is called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired, which both of these were kind of, I kind of had to dig deep to find something. (laughs) But uh, season six, episode 13 of Friends, the one with Rachel's sister, aired on Thursday, February 3rd, 2000. Not a lot happened in the world, but February 3rd, of every year is uh, recognized by a number of uh, organizations, many military organizations, and other thing as for Chaplain's Day because it uh, commemorates the heroic death, World War II deaths of four military chaplains who lost their lives uh, rescuing people from the sinking of the uh, the Dorchester, which was um, the second deadliest sinking in of an American ship during World War II. Four chaplains gave their lives rescuing people, and um, it's not officially nationwide recognized every year, but uh, February 3rd is for organizations that do recognize the four chaplains. Uh, That's the day they recognize it. Okay. Okay. Top five songs in the U.S. on that day. By the way, you just said, okay, I guarantee you have no idea what I just said. You were talking Um, about Chaplain's Day. Okay. I hang on your every But yeah, word. now I'm never going to believe that you're listening to me just because you respond. Um, I hang on your every t- word. Top five songs in the U.S. Number five, Montel Jordan, Get It On Tonight. Do you know that one? Nope. At number four, Brian McKnight, Back at One. At number three, I never heard of this, but it's called Smooth. It's by Santana. Um, and number two, Christina Aguilera. What a girl wants, what, what a girl, girl needs. A uh, good song. And then it, climbing up to number one, Savage Garden. I knew I loved you before I met you. I think I dreamed you here tonight. I should not try to go high. I can't yeah. sing to begin with, but yeah. I really can't sing high. I have kind of a deep voice, right? Mm-hmm. I never know if I have a deep voice. But I think I have kind of a deep voice, and I should probably try to sing if I am going to sing, I should sing in that register. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I should sing. Well, I'm good at, like, uh, magnetic fields, certain magnetic fields song. you know? Mm-hmm. Now my heart's running round like a chicken with its head cut off. I can do that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, of course, my, co- my co-host over Battleship Retention, Tyler, said the only time I've ever sang a song that it sounded right to him <laughs> was when I sang, Le. From the Little Mermaid. Apparently, that's the only song that I can actually get in the right register for. Oh, that's good. Season six, episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother Bad News aired on Monday, January 3rd, 2011. Again. Not a lot happening in the world, or like, I mean, there's some like bummer stuff that I don't want to get into, but um, January 3rd, every year, is the Feast of St. Genevieve. Um, Now, you're not a Catholic, so you'd have no idea what that means, but um, there are lots and lots of saints, Okay. and each of them is the saint of something. St. Genevieve is the patron saint of Paris, the city of Paris. Uh, Also, our brother-in-law, Justin, is from St. Genevieve, Missouri. (laughs) Um, I think that's where... Uh, they're spending Christmas right this year is in St. Jen. St. Jen is what Missourians call St. Genevieve. Anyway, that's on the point. Um, so there are a lot of saints. Mm-hmm. And they are the patron saint of something. And they all have a feast day. It doesn't mean you actually, if you actually had a feast every day, you'd literally have a feast every day of the year. It just means feast as in 
fete, a celebration, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm about to have, even though I'm not a stoner, I'm a total square, um, I'm, I have a total stoner thought, okay? Because my grandma, who passed away like 10 years ago now, um, she had all of the saints, every saint committed to memory, knew what their patron saint of, knew what their feast day was. She knew all of that. Wow. And you ever think, <laughs> this is such a stoner thought, like, I wish people could, upon dying, bequeath, like, knowledge. Yeah. Not just, like, personal belongings but wouldn't it be like amazing if you get like i read my my grandma's will and it's like and david you get the knowledge of all the saints and their feast days and faith like of course that's a stoner thought but it's just i guess i'm just saying like to be less funny about it it sucks that like all of that knowledge i mean other people know it but my grandma like worked to get all that knowledge and then like when she died it went with her i guess i i'll bet if you like took a day off of like work and email and music and you sit you sat down to do it you couldn't have the rest of your life knowing that i don't know about the rest of my life because um i think there's certain types of memories types of knowledge and memory that like they they fade because yeah. i used to be able to tell you every single state nickname i used to know all the presidents in order and i still kind of do a little bit but i had one teacher in middle school junior high who like drilled it into us and we practice it every day. Yeah. And I find that endlessly valuable for trivia night, yeah, for like that's true. Yeah. party <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But like I yeah, I used to know all of the state nicknames, which was fun because I I worked at a video store back when those, you know, were still a going concern. Uh, in Chicago, Chicago's you know, third biggest city in the country. A lot of people moved there from all over the country. So when people would like start memberships, I would often see driver's licenses from all over the country and I could be like, oh, oh. land of enchantment. Oh, show Utah, the beehive state. Well, obviously I know the show me yeah. state. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you're from Iowa. You're a Hawkeye. Like I could do all of it. Yeah. And I still remember a lot of them, but yeah. I don't remember all of them. Pennsylvania's Keystone. Montana. Montana is the, no, Arkansas is the natural state. Montana's big sky country, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But is then that's Wyoming. Is state? The plain state is Kansas. Kansas. Maybe Nebraska is the plain state. I can't remember. Yeah. Arkansas is the natural state. California is the golden state, obviously. What's New uh, Mexico? Florida is the sunshine state. New Mexico, land of enchantment. Land said of enchantment. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still know a lot of them. Uh, Illinois, land of Lincoln. And a lot of them have, like, multiple uh, nicknames. Green? No, it might be green. Vermont's the Green Mountain State, but I can't remember what Washington is. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, and some of them have multiple nicknames. Anyway, I used to know them all off the top of my head, and I don't have that anymore. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I could probably teach myself all the saints in a day, but I'd have to really work at it to keep that, mm-hmm. you know? But you can, yeah. I mean, you, you read it, you go over it, you write it, you sing about it. Like, there are so many ways that you yeah. can, If with a day, I'm certain that you could do it. Okay. Friends and Maybe mothers, do you have any fun strategies for useless information like that? Yeah. I mean, not, um, not useless, I should, but like kind of trivial information that you've, you know, committed to memory. Yeah. That you still Yeah. Maintain. Well, Yeah, what do you have and what are your strategies for maintaining it? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to hear your, your specific, like... Yeah, what's like, like the oh, I can name trivial information the... that you have? Yeah. Yeah, like... Um... um I recently learned from watching an old episode of Hot Ones that if you name a year to Artie Lang, he will tell you 
what two teams played in the World Series and who won. Yeah, I think, is it Tyler that's, like, really good about, like, Oscar winners? Oscar winners, yeah. Tyler knows that stuff really well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, what's yours? Yeah. That's, I'd, I'd love that. I'd love to know, yeah, uh, what you know. Okay, top five songs in the U.S. that day. Um, at number five, uh, Pink, Raise a Glass. At number four, Rihanna, What's My Name? Mm-hmm. And then at number three, Kesha, We Are Who We Are. Um, Kesha was recently back in the news for, like, finally, finally being, like, free of the Dr. Luke yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like Kesha a lot. Yeah, uh, number two, Katy Perry. Baby, you're a firework. Sorry, I got to go lower. Firework. Um, and then at number one, uh, Bruno Mars' Grenade, which we played a little bit of last yeah. week. It's yeah. dumb. That's fine. There's no, I don't think there's any good Bruno Mars songs. I think I said that before. I think there's fine. Silk Sonic, his side project with Anderson Pack that has good songs. Yeah. I don't think there's any Bruno Mars songs that I like. Okay. Friends and Mothers? Yeah. Is the, is is it any Bruno Mars worthwhile? Let me know. Um, I think that brings us to our final segment, right? Mm-hmm. Which is called Challenge Accepted. Um, which, okay. Uh, today I watched Disney's Wish, which is... Wish is not a very good movie. Yeah. I wish, wish it were, were a better, better movie. Yeah, good one. But at one point, uh, Chris Pine voices... Well, okay. Technically, it's a spoiler for me to say that Chris Pine voices the villain, but since you've seen a movie before, you're going to know he's the villain immediately. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty early a on. A spoiler for dumb kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but at one point, he like sees someone else doing magic, because he's like the only one who's supposed to do magic in the city or whatever. He sees someone else doing magic, and he goes, challenge accepted. And I laughed in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, the people around you were like, yeah. huh? Uh, challenge accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode title. Um, let's see who I did last week. Um, I was wrong. I said that the one with Rachel's sister is Rachel's sister who married rich and lives a life of luxury may- makes Rachel second guess her life choices and wonder if she should have remained a shallow bee. That's not a good, another no. all what happened. No, um, quite the opposite. the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Turns out Rachel's the only one, only daughter her, her father is proud yeah. of. Um, uh, oh, yeah, there was a funny thing, like, um, where uh, I can't remember who it is. It's like, is this the is this the sister? Is this the spoiled sister or the one who bit Rachel? Phoebe says that. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then she immediately goes, Daddy, cut me off. And she's like, got it, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, you said you were also wrong. You said Robin tries to jazz up her boring new gig by going all shattered glass on a news story, basically yeah. making up a story. Yeah. Uh, neither of those are what happened, so no points for us. You're still ahead on the season by one. Uh, I'm going to look up next week's titles, but I'm going to need you to vamp. Oh, so okay. get out Susan Yeagley's IMDb. <laughs> Vegan gingerbread loaf. That was from 94, I think. <laughs> 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 she played gingerbread woman number three. Italian truffle cheese. Figgy cheddar. Scalloped cracker trio. Milk chocolate rondos. Jingle jangle. Taste test of caramels. Body butter trio. Okay. Season six, episode 14 of Friends is called The One Where Chandler Can't Cry. 
Um, so I'm going to say... Um, hmm. I'm going to say Monica tries to get Chandler to cry to prove that he's a real boy with real emotions, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Chandler's like too buttoned up and like probably too scarred by his uh, admittedly pretty fucked up childhood, (laughs) you know, with his uh, mother being, uh, she's like a famous romance novelist who was like never around and then he was raised by a closeted dad who then came out and left the family. He's probably pretty scarred by uh, these experiences and can't cry. And then it'll be like, maybe he'll be like the one episode where we watched recently where Jerry cries because Lori Laughlin gets, mm-hmm. Lori Laughlin starts by making him get angry because yeah. she's like, I've never seen you angry. And then he gets way too angry. And, yeah. uh, and then that, and then she breaks up with him because he keeps yelling at her. Yeah. But then that unleashes all the emotions. So he starts crying. And he's like, what is this salty discharge? Yeah. <laughs> but then George scares him straight. Um, that's an amazing episode, by the way. Because oh, yeah. that's the Serenity Now episode. Oh, yeah. It has so much, like, there are it's so the, many things going on. The uh, water pick. You're not giving yeah. away my water pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, I can't remember what Kramer's story is in, in that episode. Oh, but is it's that all... the one where he, like, has a patio? <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he takes Frank Costanza's old screen door yes. and he puts it in, turns yes. the hallway outside into, like, a front porch. And kids are, like, throwing <laughs> stuff at him somehow. <laughs> the hallway. Yeah, what is it? Hallway urchins or something like that. <laughs> that he has, that's like, from, spark, like, it's like a real taste of Americana yeah. in his, like, front little... Yeah. I know some people... I, I don't know if this is still a popular opinion, but there was a time when people were like, oh, Seinfeld kind of jumped the shark when it started doing, like, crazy-ass, ridiculous stories like that. I disagree. I liked it. I like this. Yeah. It, it gets so silly by the end. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's what Chandler's going to be. He's going he's gonna to crack. Season 6, episode 14 of How I Met Your Mother is called Last Words. Ugh. Okay. This is going to be a sad one, right? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be... Is it... Are we going to talk about Marshall's dad's last words? Are you asking me? You're not supposed to ask okay, me any it's, questions. It's going to be about Marshall's dad's last words. And the last words are maybe going to be um, interpreted differently by different people. Okay. Um... Marshall's. Do we dad's, know his dad's name? We, I'm, we'll learn. Um, I'm sure. No, I it's don't. Marvin. Marvin. Okay. I think it's Marvin Senior because I think one of one of Marshall's brothers is Marvin Junior. Okay. I think I'm making that up. Okay. I think it's Marvin. Um, Marshall's dad's last words are, are revealed and interpreted. Are re- revealed and interpreted. Differently by different people. I don't know. I'm not, I normally I try to do something funny, but I don't know. It's not really a funny subject, right? Right. Okay. So um, that's it. That's the end of the episode. We talked about both 
we, we did it. We did a great job. Um, you can find this podcast wherever you found it. You're already, you've already proven your ability to do that. But you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com where you can leave a comment. Please, please leave a comment. We're, like, dying of comment starvation uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, um, you can also find my other podcast there, Battleship Pretension. Hear me bloviate about movies. Um, as if I know what I'm talking about, you can uh, follow me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Davey Pretension, and uh, I'm on Letterbox at David Bax if you care about that. And uh, yeah, I think that's all the places that I want you to track me down. Natalie, what do you want listeners to track you down? I don't. Okay. However, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Uh, you already have tons of calls to action. Yeah. Um, give us five stars, why don't you? Every time you open the app um, of choice, you can give us five stars. If we don't de- deserve five stars, let us know why. We love... Tell us why nicely, but yeah, tell us why. We love criticism. We accept that challenge. Yeah. And until next time, you can find us at a second-rate community theater. <laughs> 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 <laughs>